welcome to First Speaking Forum Podcast of 2013. Thanks for joining us on this Friday. I'm Adam McNutt, along with host Andrew Gamason. Hello, Adam. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? It's kind of surreal that we're we're into 2013. I know. It feels All like right. the future, doesn't it, a little bit? Are, are, are you ready for this? I am I, ready, yes. I'm excited to see what the Lord has in store for, Lord willing, our first full year as a podcast. That's true. This will be the one. We've turned the, we've turned the corner, and we'll be celebrating our first anniversary, Lord willing, in October. And don't want to look too far ahead, but that's kind of an exciting thought that we've turned that corner. Mm-hmm. So today's um, podcast is uh, Adventures in Bible Reading. I don't know about you, Adam, but uh, it's common for people to make New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. And one of the resolutions that I always used to make with myself is this is the year that I'm going to read through the entire Bible from front to back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was one of the things that I always said going into each year that I wanted to do because I want to be a man of the word and I don't necessarily want to skip over things because they're hard to understand. I wanted to get it all. Absolutely. But I would often... You know, after January or into February, I would start to slough off and not complete the plan. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But first, I want to talk about the importance of the Bible, Uh, because we as Christians know that the Bible is our guidebook for life. And let's look at what some um, famous people throughout history have said about the Bible. Um, George Washington, the first U.S. president, said, It is impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. We have Abraham Lincoln here, the 16th president of the U.S. He says, I believe the Bible is the best gift God has ever given to man. All the good from the Savior of the world is communicated to us through this book. Ulysses S. Grant, the 18th U.S. president, The Bible is the sheet anchor of our liberties. This is from uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, Emperor of the French. The Bible is no mere book, but a living creature with a power that conquers all that oppose it. Horace Greeley, who is an American newspaper editor, said of the Bible, it is impossible to enslave mentally or socially a Bible-reading people. The principles of the Bible are the groundwork of human freedom. This is from Sir Isaac Newton. There, there, uh, there are more sure marks of authenticity in the Bible than in any profane history. And we'll finish up with a quote from Sir William Herschel, who was an English astronomer and made numerous discoveries about the laws of the heavens. Here's what he said. All human discoveries seem to be made only for the purpose of confirming more and more the truths contained in the sacred scriptures. And I really uh, appreciated the, these quotes because these are not ignorant men. These are not men that did not play on the stage of history. As a matter of fact, they played very big roles on the stage of history, and, and yet they realized the importance of the Holy Scriptures. And I think that's something that's lost in today's society, especially coming from scientists like William Herschel or, or Sir Isaac Newton, affirming that the Bible is truth. Um, Obviously, I don't need their affirmation to tell me that the Bible is truth, but it is exciting 
Uh, and I hope people realize as they listen to these that you don't have to check your brains at the door to find that the Bible is not only inspiring, but is necessary. Absolutely. Um, so where does that leave us? You know, we, we talk about the importance of the Bible through these quotes and different things. Well, I wanted to read a short passage of Scripture that kind of goes in a nutshell of the whole purpose of Scripture. It says in 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Uh, so I think that if you want to be a perfect man, uh, there's only one way to do it. That's what it's saying. And that's to spend time in the Word of God. But as we said in the opening, it can be an intimidating thing. And uh, I just want to give a couple tips. First of all, like I said, one of my goals going into every year since my early teens has been to read the Bible in a year. And I've done it several different ways. Uh, one way was to read different sections of the Bible every day, seven different sections a week. Mm -hmm. uh, one day would be in the Gospels, one day would be in the Epistles, so on and so forth. Another was to just read the Bible straight through a few chapters a day. It may surprise you to find out that my best method, personally, for reading through the Bible straight through is a plan that I found that allows you to read through the entire Bible in 90 days. Wow. In 45 minute increments. Now the reason that I like it is because it allows me to see the end of the goal around the corner. And I don't get stuck in one portion of scripture. I like it also because it shows me the whole picture of scripture in a very brief time. Because if I'm reading in Matthew and reading about a prophecy, chances are I read that prophecy just two or three weeks ago. Because of the pace of the, the plan. And you can actually get a Bible that's designed to go with the plan if you want. An NIV Bible that asks you to read 12 pages a day. Now, those of us out there who are vicarious readers know that we read more than 12 pages a day of our favorite novel. So, reading 12 pages a day of the most important book in the world is not really that far off possible. And so it may seem like an intimidating thing, but it actually works out pretty well. Uh, another tip that I would give for studying the Bible, not necessarily reading it all the way through, is to study a book. Because when you study a book of the Bible, you study in sequence, you study context. Um, it's easy if you pull out one verse out of Scripture, just out of the middle, to take it out of context. I remember there was one story, it's kind of a joke, but... Mm -hmm. um, there was this guy who wanted inspiration from the Bible, so he opened it, and it said, it was in the Gospels, and it said, and Judas went out and hanged himself. He talked about Judas committing suicide after betraying Christ. So then he closed the Bible and said, that wasn't very encouraging. So he opened it again and put his finger on a verse and looked down to read, and it said, go and do likewise. Wow. Now, that's not, that's definitely not what we want people to do is go out and hang themselves. Right. And that's not what the Bible was telling them to do. But that's just one example, albeit a little extreme, of what can happen when we pull the Bible out of context. 
but by doing book studies and by allowing ourselves to appreciate a whole book, like particularly with the epistles, because they're letters from Paul to certain people, you get a real uh, taste for what the Bible really is about and how it can help you. Adam, do you have any thoughts about this? I do, yes. Uh, a tip that, that comes to mind about uh, studying the Bible and uh, even getting you know like a program where you can read it in certain increments is you know you, you can do all that, but if if you don't make a plan and make that time to do it, then it's gonna that's gonna be tough. So my big tip would be to definitely make a plan. I'm not saying you wake up, write down a schedule, and that's how God's gonna have it happen. We all know He has His own plan for every day, but just to make that effort to plan a time each and every day to read the Bible and maybe even have that prayer time with God. Even if that means, you know, I remember uh, at a, a priest tell me once, uh, get up 10 minutes earlier. Go to bed 10 minutes earlier, get up 10 minutes earlier, and and, and read and pray, and, uh, you know, it worked. I'm, the, I'm doing it now, so. The going to bed earlier to get up earlier yeah. is, where, is where I get tripped up because I always think of five things that I want to do right before I go to bed. Right. <laughs> or you and get so that burst up, of energy. End up or to bed an hour or two later than I anticipated. And a lot of times it's not even that constructive of things. I'm, I'm, it's a little bit of a confessional here today. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's that, it, if you think about the fact that the Christian life is a journey and that the Bible is our food. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And what Jesus was doing when he said that, not only was he saying that we need it for our spiritual food, but he was also doing what we should do, which is to um, to recite Scripture when we're under temptation. Jesus knew the Scriptures. As a boy in, in the Jewish culture, he was required to memorize the entire first five books of the Bible at least. And, and you realize, if you think about it, that he's quoting Deuteronomy in that passage in Matthew 4 when he's being tempted. And he's feeding Scripture right back to the devil. Now, the devil's using Scripture too, but the devil is pulling it out of context. But because Jesus knew the true context, actually because he wrote it, so he kind of cheated if you want to look at it that <laughs> way. But because he knew the truth, he wasn't swayed by the devil pulling it out of context. And we need to do that too because people are pulling the Bible out of context more now than ever before. So we need to That's be, true. we need to rightly divide the word of truth. And in order to do that, we need to spend time when counterfeiters are, when people are studying to stop counterfeiters, they don't look at counterfeit bills. They spend hour upon hour looking at the real thing so that when they do see a counterfeit, it shows up and they realize that it's counterfeit. Mm -hmm. That's the way we need to be with the word of God. I hope that this podcast and this look into some Bible study tips has encouraged you. Uh, I think this got 2013 off to a solid start, and I hope that this will be a year that you will find new pleasure in Bible study and that it will help you to keep serving the best of masters. Have a great weekend.